0: episode of the cajun conservative where i talk about life I talk about liberty yes i talk about the pursuit of happiness and yes showing the world that cajuns do have intelligence i hope everyone's having a good day today and uh just having a good weekend i hope that the lord is blessing you every way shape and form you know, I was very blessed today. Uh, the, the service that we had at church was a uh, very uplifting and it was a uh, very encouraging. So I hope everyone, if you went to church today, um, you know, Hey, had the same experience and had what, um, uh, what I could say is a, you know, just, just uplifting day today. Of course it is Sunday. Uh, december 5th when we record this episode and as you know it always drops on monday or tuesday so um if you're watching on rumble just giving you a heads up uh you notice i don't have the cajun golden microphone which was named that by mr barry martin um and i'm gonna say it like this the cajun the cajun the golden cajun microphone has been retired it is safely put away into storage in the archives of the cage conservative and bjs studio so if uh if you if you wondering where's this gold microphone at there it is we upgraded our mic system here at bjs studio which uh it it wasn't a long time coming it was uh if you notice on brothers just searching we have the the covers on our microphones those are golden as well but and I, i really can't say golden they are golden plated not even a real goal, and that shows us um, how, uh, not how poor, I don't want to say it like that, but how, you know, how, starting from humble beginnings, and uh, I just want to thank everyone that has supported us, and that has done, that has uh, just just helped us out here at Brothers Just Searching Studios, and uh, we're working on all kind of stuff. Uh, new t-shirts and we're we're moving along guys we're moving along it's um just a blessing to be part of this growth and this podcast um possible by the listeners so talking about listeners if you have not yet please hit the subscribe button on the plat uh the podcast platform that you are listening to whether that be apple google or spotify or any other of our platforms that we are on if you're li- if you're watching on google uh not google rumble please go ahead and hit the follow button and give me some rumbles. Let's start getting the word out about conservatism and how great it is and how bad liberalism is. And we're going to talk about some things that happened this week. Just tons of stories, guys, tons of stories. Um, This week we had the Jesse, some trial that's going on uh, where he went ahead and staged a hate crime to get some popularity. Um, We got the, Uh, the, the, which people are saying now the overturning of Roe versus Wade in the Mississippi, um, lawsuit or the the Mississippi law that went in front of the Supreme court today, we got that, but uh, I want to talk about something folks. And this is more, I guess you could say of an opinion piece, which this is an opinion show, you know, guys, uh, I, I hear a lot of people talk about Sean Hannity and Mark Levin and now they don't they don't properly talk about the news. Well, they shouldn't because they are opinion people. They are they, they are opinionists. And that's what I am here. Now, my opinion leads more towards the right than the left. Uh, you know, the other day I said something about a travel ban that I agree with Joe Biden on that he went ahead and enforced this tra- uh, travel ban in the African Countries to try to stop the, which uh, then was the B one one five fifty nine variant. Now is the Octamon variant, and, and we're going to talk about the Ottoman variant because there's a kind of co- there's a there's a lot of coincidence that is going on with this variant. Yes, it is all over the news. Yes, it is all over the countries of the world. But the the the, the, the left is using this as, let's just say, a ticket to go ahead and force people to stay home. Uh, Biden and the administration, ha- the presidential administration has said, no, we're not thinking of lockdowns yet. But if you talk to Dr. Fauci and you talk to all the, the, the center for this, uh, the, the CDC and you talk to them, they're talking about how this variant, that is not as bad as the Delta variant and not as bad as the original COVID-19 virus, which it is part of the COVID-19 is a different strand of it. Remember that we're strand, because I'm going to come back to that later on. Just, just think of this, though. It's kind of funny how this we don't have that much history about this. Um, We don't have no, hardly no data. But this is going to be worse than the Delta variant, and it's going to be worse than the original COVID-19. Last time I checked, and there could be more. I think there was like three uh, cases in America, but the, the, the numbers are growing. They're telling us it's going to start growing. Which, if you remember last week, I I told you guys, I, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, that it's always going to have a next variant, or it's always going to be the next virus. It, you're thinking, if you're part of the left and you're watching this, or you're listening to this, you're you're telling me. Isaac is going to get back to normal. There's going to be a day when we're not going to wear no no mask. There's going to be a day where we we don't have to worry about being six feet apart. You're going to say that this is all this is going to be normal. Look, folks, it's not. There's not going to be a normal no more. This is your new normal. I'm not trying to be a a a, a fear monger, but it it has shown. We saw with the Delta variant. With this Octamon variant, which I found pretty neat, that the Octamon, they named it because of that. They, they skipped over two names. It's something with the Greek alphabet, and so they skipped over two names because they didn't want to offend certain group of people. So they called it the Octamon variant. But the Octamon variant is here, and it's here. It's probably going to be here to stay. And, and now they're talking about, well, it's—we don't look—we don't see it's doing lockdowns now, but. To stop the spread of the optimum variant you need to get booster shots um you need to go ahead and you need to start wearing masks in indoor places you need to start doing they start naming all this and there's nothing that is backing those not scientifically as as i could say but they're they're coming out and they're saying hey it's gonna it's gonna get bad folks like i said there's certain things i'm seeing though in this octuman variant why is coming at the end of 2021 and right at the beginning of the 2022 election season now it is proven fact that they they had some of this in england the octuman variant variant that nobody reported until he got to africa and at the end of 2021 Ladies and gentlemen, this might be my conspiracy theory, theorist, theorist, whatever you want to call myself or whatever you want to call me. I think this is because of the 2022 election. Isaac, what are you talking about? Well, listen to this, folks. Let's listen to this. Biden is sitting at an all time low of 36 percent. Last time I checked. Now, it could have. So there are certain polls like CBS and all of them, which I don't trust has said well this it, it, it's it's rising it went up to 44% since he passed the infrastructure bill and since he passed the the you know the the bipartisan or, or the, the yeah the bipartisan uh uh well not no correction bipartisan infrastructure bill and the bill back better plan his approval was went up but folks like i said this is cbs and other news organizations that i really don't trust I don't trust CBS. I don't trust NBC. I don't trust CNN. But that's this coincidence. That's this coincidence. Biden's number has gone down. Biden, Biden's number. Kamala Harris is sitting at a twenty eight percent approval rating. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. The Democrats are failing at everything they've done. These two past legislations have yes, the bipartisan bill passed because thanks to uh, Rhino Republicans, they went ahead and passed bills like this week. The Republicans, most of the Republicans in the Senate, um, passed the 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 extend the, the, the 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 to keep the government open until I think mid February. And Republicans voted for that. And look, I hate to say it, both senators, I'm always cutting down Bill Cassidy, but John Kennedy even voted for that. And look, I'm going to lay the blame where blame do. You shouldn't have never done that. I hate to say but we, might sh- we should shut down the government for a second. But in, um, on this point, it's kind of funny how the Democrats are always saying, remember when Trump was in office, it's your Republicans, y'all shutting down the government. Now that they have the Democrat House, a Democrat Senate, and a Democrat president, it's the Democrat it's the Republicans' fault. They don't want to help us keep the government open. Nothing's the Democrats' fault, except here on the Cajun Conservative show. But folks, this isn't what I'm saying. But the, the, the people are not happy that the Bill Back Better plan passed, they're not happy that the infrastructure bill passed. So Congress and the Senate and the administration. The country's just not happy with them. They're not happy with them whatsoever. So so they, it's looking the way that I'm seeing it right now that the Democrat Party is going to lose the House of Representatives and is probably going to lose the, uh, the Senate, which would mean that Joe Biden could not pass anything if the Re- Ronald Republicans... Don't cave because folks, that's what they've been doing. They've been caving. They've been, they've been trying to, the, the Democrats have their way with the Republicans, especially these rhino Republicans. They're just getting away with everything, but it would be a lot harder for Joe Biden to get his agenda passed. He would have to go over across the aisle. Now, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, a lot of people say, well, Isaac, that's a conspiracy theory of, they're promoting this optimum variant to go ahead and win election. Really? Well, how did he beat Donald Trump in the 2020, uh, 2016 election? Look, I, I'm going to, until the day that I die, I'm going to say that 81 million people did not vote for Don, uh, did not vote for Joe Biden in the last election. I will believe that. Now, look, I'm not saying that, uh, I'm just going to say uh, his vote totals did not equal out to 81 million. But if you if you listen to the the, the court cases where Democrat strategists and lawyers went into these states to change the voting laws before the election and the Republican Party sat down and did nothing. Partially that was because of covid-19. If you remember, folks, covid-19 played a big part in the 20 to the 2020 correction, not not 2016, the 2020 election. In the 2020 election, they passed mail in ballots they uh, vo- uh drop boxes they dropped uh, even in Houston was drive through voting this was all passed by democrat strategists and it was fueled by covid-19 now i've said this on the on the uh, on the podcast already that two things would have, would i thought that joe biden was going to go ahead and that there was not going to be no more covid-19 And Joe Biden was going to get the praise for stopping COVID-19, but it did not happen. Tucker Carlson last Monday went ahead and ran a report and there's, there's report that there's more debt from COVID-19 this year in 2021 than they had in 2020. Huh? But you won't see the CNN track debt trackers or the Fox news debt trackers. You notice that when Donald Trump was president, they showed how many deaths were in a day, how many deaths from the start of COVID-19. I don't agree with um, Guy Benson a lot. I believe Guy Benson's a uh, rhino, but at least he, he's consistent on that. If you listen to his show, he starts off the show with the COVID-19 stats. So But you know the CNN, which we're going to talk about CNN and Chris Como later on, but you notice, no one at CNN has kept up the COVID tracker. But when Tucker Carlson comes out and reports that there are more deaths from COVID-19 in 2021 than there was in 2020, It's a shocker. But I thought in my full reality, I thought that Donald, they were going to make Joe Biden the cure. And what they're trying to do early in early in this year, they were trying to give him credit for the COVID-19 shots. When in well, the vaccinations, when in reality, Donald Trump made that. With Dr. Fauci. Which I don't know what Dr. Fauci did, but anyway. But this is all I'm saying, folks. It's kind of funny that this ultimate variant is coming out right now. It's coming out right before 2022. And the Democrats are talking about lockdowns. And they're talking about possibly making people wear masks. And, and, and you, you're going to have to be careful in indoor settings. And you, ladies and gentlemen, they're using, now look, I'm not, they maybe didn't plan this, but with the Democrats, I really don't know no more. But like I said, it's kind of funny before it's twenty twenty two. Now I talked to a good friend earlier, and he said, "Hey, this is the cost of the vaccines. You got to think about it. Hey, take this booster shot. Well, a new strand happens. Look, I, and look, folks. I, I'm trying to say, look, how, what's the flu numbers? We're not hearing nothing of the flu numbers right now. There's no flu numbers whatsoever in the great country of the Ameri- of America." But there's COVID over here, COVID over there. There's the Delta variant. Oh, now there's this Octaman variant. Folks, what 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 other sickness does that? The flu. You know, they made a flu shot and they always have to amend the flu shot because of a new strand of flu. COVID is doing the same thing. I'm not calling COVID the flu. So fact checkers, please back off. It's just kind of funny that we have hardly no flu numbers, but we have tons of COVID numbers and we get into all these new strands. Ladies and gentlemen, at the bottom line it is the Democrats are using this crisis to control the American people and they're using health to do it. Cause ladies and gentlemen, most of the people in this country Will sell their soul to the devil to have good health. And look, they, and look, on a side note, they're doing this with um with global warming or my correction, climate change. See, climate change ain't just something with the weather; it's for your health now. Hey, if you want to live, you better stop climate change because climate change is gonna kill you, apparently. So, so so, like I said, in the name of health, they're trying to control the American people. Listen, I've said it on this and I've, I've wore masks. I'm not going to lie. I've wore masks, but right now I'm I'm at the verge of saying, no, I'm not because I don't want to be controlled by the government. I don't want to be controlled by individuals sitting in a white house where they don't wear a mask. See, they're telling us all about this. Hey, you need to, you know, hey, don't, you know, this new variant. You better wear your mask. You better wear you. what about Nancy Pelosi? They took another picture of Nancy Pelosi the other day in a crowd. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? No mask. I know it's full of, you know, it's full of horse manure, so I don't wear it. Joe Biden seen in the store the other day not wearing a mask. You have, you, you, how many governors, including my own, John Bell Edwards caught without wearing a mask because they know this is hogwash folks. They know this is hogwash. And instead of the American people saying no, because of the name of health, they're going to say, Hey, we're going to do it because we need to stay healthy. I'll be right back. He paid it all. Welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun conservative show. Um, some news also on Tuesday, um, Joe Biden's mass man, uh, the vaccine mandate for all healthcare workers, a federal judge went ahead and blocked it. Thank goodness. I think this was run by Jeff Landry. Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't know if Jeff Landry listens to this podcast. It would be amazing if he did. But I'm a big supporter of Jeff Landry running for governor of the great state of Louisiana. I, I think that uh, I think he would be a great governor. Same thing with John Kennedy. And look, I, I mentioned earlier, I disagree with John Kennedy's vote to extend the uh, voting, not the voting, the uh, the spending package uh, or the, the not shut down the government until. February, but I, I I think John Kennedy would make a good, good governor as well. But I, I really don't see John Kennedy leaving the Senate. I really don't. But Jeff Landry, oh, I hope he, he, um, I heard him on an interview the other day saying he wants to finish the job that he has been set on. So I, I commend him for that. But I think, uh, I think John Kennedy, uh, uh, Jeff Landry would make one heck of a governor. That's, that's just, that's just me. But, um, but anyway, and, um, uh, I want y'all to pray for, uh, some students in Michigan, a Michigan high school shooting left three students dead, 15 year old suspect in custody. According to police, that was Fox news. Uh, keep, keep them in prayer. Uh, you know, this is a sad, sad case I've been seeing. I think even his parents were involved. I'm looking more into that, uh, might have to, uh, Break that down a little later on, but hey, I want to let everyone know, um, go ahead and listen to the Cajun Conservative this week on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Uh, we got a good one. Uh, we had a question given to us by Mr. Nate Savage from Savage 5050. Uh, go check him out on YouTube. Uh, he asked us if um, self-defense, what this guy says about self-defense and carrying arms. So we went ahead and tackled that this week uh youtube and apple google and spotify Tuesday night seven o'clock check it out all right guys so i want to go ahead and talk about uh something that is very close to my heart let's just say this i had a debate on this topic a few months ago with a podcast that was really far to the left uh one of them calls himself a constitutionalist but uh, the Constitution don't talk about which uh, about abortion, and they're going to talk about this. But anyway, Wednesday, uh, it was December first. The Supreme Court was hearing uh, 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 arguments in a case that could overturn landmark abortion ruling in Roe versus Wade. Now, guys, this look—we've been talking about this law. Apparently, Mississippi passed a law to where you could not perform abortions after 15 weeks in the womb. Now, uh, the defense, which was Mississippi, they were planning on trying to stop all abortions or stop Roe v. Wade. But apparently the prosecutors wanted to try to cut this out. And the defense said, well, we can take it that far. Let's go ahead and try. We'll stop Roe versus Wade if possible. Um. On, on a jump note, I will say this: I don't believe Roe versus Wade would ever be turned over. Uh just by the corruptness and the the the, the evilness of our some of our politicians, it, it just you know makes me sick. But for the sake of time, I'm going to go ahead and and talk about this. I, I, the 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 look, this my this should I should already know the the cor- the, the court count on this. The court count should be six to six to three right off the jump. But unfortunately I don't just justice Roberts. So I should be saying, well, look, at least it's five, four. Now some, some opinionists that I heard on this issue have said Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh are kind of a toss up. Neil Gorshitz, Aldo, uh, Thomas, is a uh, they're more conservative. And then you have the three leftist justice. So basically you're, you're looking at three, three, three basically. So if Amy Coney Barrett and Britt Kavanaugh do what they were supposed to do, which Donald Trump put them in there, especially Amy Coney Barrett, because Amy Coney Barrett is a pro-lifer. This should be a five, four, at most a six-three decision. This bill should pass. Now people might be saying, "Well, you can a judge cannot go ahead and pass a bill when it defines the constitution." Well, in reality, Roe v. Wade was a law passed by the justices in 1973. Ben Shapiro has a good uh, podcast where he talked about the leading up to. Road versus Wade. There was a lot of decisions about women's health and stuff, and they got to abortion. It started off by conceptions. Uh, c- you know, could you buy conceptions if you weren't married or if you were married? Because at one point in this, in this great country's history, it was believed that marriage was between a man and a woman, and you should not have intercourse until after you were married. See, folks, that that was the moral compass of this nation. This nation was not perfect, but at the same time, they had they had enough morals to go ahead and say, Hey, you should be married before you have intercourse with your significant other. Now, Ben Shapiro did mention these two cases, but he failed to mention that way before these cases in the, the late sixties, there was another bill there was another let's say another uh another case or two cases that really impact this nation. If my dates are correct, I believe it was nineteen sixty two and nineteen sixty three. Nineteen sixty two was when Bibles st- uh when prayer was taken out of school. And in 1963 is when the Bible was taken out of school because they went on a line. The Supreme court did not go by the constitution. Mind you, they went by a letter of Thomas Jefferson. When I believe it was Thomas Jefferson that said the, uh, we should have separation of church and state. Now that wasn't a constitutional argument. They went by according to a letter and they passed that to stop the church from praying and reading in school. I believe that's what really impacted, close to nine, ten years later of Roe versus Wade, because God was taken out of the country and God was taken out of our school. Now half of these people that lived in this time, in, when the Bible was taken out of school, is running our country and they're immoral. Now you have now we have a chance to get rid of this 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 stupid, idiotic legislation that the Supreme Court in 1973 made law that a woman can have an abortion. And it's a toss-up. And, and, and Even go to the point of this, I'm hearing some Republican strategists, which this is why I don't, I, 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 I always tell people that I'm registered Republican, but I'm more identified as a conservative, a Christian conservative because i'm hearing some republicans right now or some strategists saying yes this will be great but it doesn't have to happen now that you know this might hurt our chances of winning in 2022 and 2024 because people are going to go ahead and they're going to they're going to talk about abortion and how abortion is wrong but there's going to be some people that are going to look at us saying we're not giving the women their rights and Ladies and gentlemen, there's Republicans saying that they're full of bull. The reason I'm saying that is because how many Republicans in this last decade alone, let's stop road versus Wade. Let's stop road versus Wade. Let's stop, uh, uh, Planned Parenthood and Casey. Let's stop these, what the Supreme court did. But instead of rejoicing at this, they're worried about, Oh, we're going to lose our positions. Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> this is this is look i say hypocrisy at its finest Republicans should be rejoicing at this, but like i said look and the decision's going to come out in june they're they're writing their opinions and they're they're looking at everything and all that stuff they're looking to see if they can pass the threshold. I think right now when Planned Parenthood in Casey happened, is like 20 some weeks. You can't have an abortion or whatever. But, but ladies and gentlemen, th- this should not be a con- This should not be a controversy, especially amongst Christians. I believe that the, a baby in the, in the mother's womb is a life. I don't care what Planned Parenthood says. I don't care what, Certain doctors say but life starts at conception. Life starts at conception. I'm gonna believe that till the day I die. But but these these people look we had out we had reports. a New York Democrat says we are not in a democracy without abortion access. This is Democrats talking too, not Republicans. Oh, check out some more. Yeah, I don't, but look, the, and the outrage has been, been, been uh, the Democrats don't like this whole thing because they, they, they're on about this is women's rights and everything. Ladies and gentlemen, a couple of thoughts. It just, I just, I just, I see this. This should go, this should go five, four at least because I don't trust Roberts. Um, we did have uh, Mike Pence, uh, on the heat, uh, Mike Pence on the eve of historical Supreme court abortion case, send Roe versus Wade to ash heap of history where it belongs. So, so we have, we have this, uh, we have the Republicans, some Republicans like Pence. I I, I did not agree with Pence did on January 6th. But at least he's standing firm on on that point. So uh, on a quick note, uh, Pence did make uh, a let me see if I can find it. I maybe didn't save it, but uh, Pence was on CBN, which is Christian Broadcasting Network's uh, page the other day. And he said that. He believes what he did on January 6th is correct. Now, Pence is popping up. Uh, There is some speculation that Mike Pence might run for president of the United States. Um, if Donald Trump would run again for president, I don't think Pence would be his VP pick. Uh, I think there's still some blood between Mike Pence and uh, Donald Trump because of that, um, that state, the, everything going on. Uh, I think in full reality on January 6th, Pence just caved. Pence went ahead, and he just caved, and he um, he just didn't know where else to go to. And and he he honestly believes he did right. I, I look, holding up to his beliefs. Hey, he thought he did what was done in the Constitution. He thought that was right. So you know, I give him that. But I, I'm gonna say this: I don't think, um, I I don't think he should have accepted the results. That's that's my opinion, but. What I know, what, what, what do I know? I'm not a politician, so <laughs> uh, let me see what else we got. So, oh yes, let's go ahead and talk about this in the last couple of minutes of this segment. Then we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, some, some big news coming out of CNN. Um, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer blasts Trump for high gas prices, but numbers worse under Biden. According to this article, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer is blaming Donald Trump for the high gas prices. And, and they're saying that, that that Trump really put us in a bad predicament. Trump really put us in a bad place because uh, of, of, of what he uh, he gave us energy independence and, and all that stuff. But folks, if you remember correctly. That gas prices were very low. Very low under the Trump administration, Donald Trump brought our gas prices now. I live in Louisiana, so i I know we're different because we're close to the Gulf. We get our oil really quickly through the Gulf, but in Louisiana, gas prices were uh i believe uh, over here in Louisiana, I think it was like at maybe one twenty at one point, give or take um. Pelosi and Schumer took, both took shots at Trump in 2018 over gas prices across the nation as they neared the $3 mark, but Biden hasn't gotten the same treatment even as prices are significantly higher than they were then. Currently, gas prices sit at $3.39 per gallon. That is the national average. average. Well above $3 mark. Now, this, was, uh, this report was on Monday, I believe. That Pelosi and Schumer de, uh, decried as well. Oh, sat at $3. That was, um, I believe I was in. Once the shots Schumer took against Trump over gas prices were ahead of Memorial Day weekend in 2018. Uh, however, we have took less at hand stance at with Biden on the rising prices. Schumer pressured the current president to open up, uh reserves to offset the rising prices a move undertaken by Biden that cri- uh, critics have likened to th- threatening the serious injury with ba- uh, with a band-aid now I'm, I'm trying to look for the price they don't say the the average price but we can see the average price right now is really really high ladies and gentlemen look trump ain't even in office and they're still trying to blame him for things that are going on i can answer Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi's concerns real easy. Why there's high gas? See, see Trump didn't. Trump it was sitting at three thirty nine, but Biden is way ahead. I think. Uh, uh, who was it? Was it Tucker? I don't think it was Tucker. It was, it was someone on Fox News said that there are some gas prices in California reaching seven dollars a gallon. Um, that is because Biden closed the Keystone pipeline. He pulled. The permits out, which he was supposed to give back because Jeff Landry sued the Biden administration, and they put it on hold. But they're not drilling in the Gulf because the president said no, and he broke a federal judge's. And you won't hear nothing about that on mainstream media. But anyway, if you go ahead and look at the prices, the gas price. Uh, uh, Trump had it on open, and the gas price was low. And it's kind of funny when Biden did that, and he's starting to threaten to close another pipeline. And prices shoot up. Who fault is that? Biden put himself in a self, prob, uh, self predicament, uh, a self problem predicament. And Chucky, Chucky Schumer, as Rush used to call him, won't understand that. Or Nancy Pelosi, because Biden cannot do no wrong. Trump is not in the White House, but they're still blaming him for all kind of stuff. I'll be right back with the third and final segment of the Cajun conservative. How you doing everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford show on YouTube. I know Scott personally; He's a true blue, red, hot conservative talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a god on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Force Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Force Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Force Show? So go check out the Scott Force Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. So before we talk about uh, what I say, I think is really, really big news. Um, I want to go ahead and bring up some political races that are going on. Uh, it was announced on. Let me get the gate. Let me get the gig. Uh Tuesday, 11, 20, dr. Oz the great doctor the television doctor that uh, which I didn't know he was a Republican I really didn't uh, but dr. Oz jumps into the GOP Senate primary in key battleground state of Pennsylvania it was confirmed uh, a couple of days later that he was he did uh, give a speech and all that stuff when I first heard about it my question Maybe was wrong to think that, but I wonder if he's going to be better than Bill Cassidy. Because, you know, him and Bill Cassidy got a couple of things in common. Well, I can't even say that now. I was about to say uh, Bill Cassidy was never on TV, but uh, CNN, MSNBC, CBS, CNN, all of them like him. So he's getting a lot of television time. Now John Kennedy is, too, in my great state, but... Uh, you know, and I, I have to take a shot at Bill Cassidy because, uh, but, you know, he, he's a doctor. Dr. Oz is a doctor. Uh, he claimed to be part of the GOP. He, you know, Bill Cassidy's part of the GOP. Ah, uh, you know, Dr. Oz was on Hannity and he said it's about time we get some change in order. I believe it's Tom Cotton that he's trying to replace. Um, To, to be honest with you, in my humble opinion, I... I see him winning the primary and possibly winning that seat. I even think that some Democrats are going to go ahead and run, uh, going to go ahead and vote for him on the purpose of his name only. Now the left is already trying to attack Dr. Oz. They love Dr. Oz when he was making money for their network. But now that he is going and running as a Republican, they have to find some dirt on him. And he is one, I believe they believe in Ox and Corrigan and, and all that other stuff. Um, so I, you know, I just got to wait and see. Pennsylvania is a really key point uh race. Uh especially this election. Um and if I'm not mistaken I think the state of Georgia is doing another Senate race because that one of them Georgia Senate races was a special election. You never ever see a state uh two senators uh running at the same time. It was designed that way uh, unless it was a special election. And uh, I, I believe Georgia is one of them Senate states, uh, one of them states that are going to run, uh, have a Senate race there. So, uh, you know, if Dr. Oz and whoever runs in Georgia can win it, I think um, our chances for the Senate is really, really high. Uh, on another front, uh, let's go back to the state of Georgia. Uh, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. This uh Stacy Abrams is uh let me finish the article let me finish his name of the article Stacey Abrams launches 2022 bid for governor in Georgia. Uh I have a lot to say about this and I I, I do got uh, I want to address the Chris Cuomo incident at CNN but uh I I I got to tackle this. I I, I got to tackle this talking about Stacey Abrams. The same as Betel O'Rourke. Because remember, Beto O'Rourke is uh, running for the for governor of this great state of Texas, but Beto O'Rourke is a failed candidate. He failed at the Senate. He failed as a presidential candidate. Nine out of the teams he's going to fail as a gubernatorial uh, candidate. But Beto O'Rourke is up there with the with the big dogs right now. The same goes for Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams lost. The state of Georgia, but I believe by 44,000, it was less than 50,000 votes in the state of Georgia. Now this is pre-Trump, of course, uh, Stacey Abrams has yet to concede that election. It don't matter. Brian Kemp is the president, the governor of the state of Georgia, which I really don't know what Brian Kemp was doing out there, especially in the 2020 election and Allowing all the changes in the rules that were that were <laughs> that were pushed by Stacey Abrams, and, and folks, the Demo- the Republicans, in in that sense, is real dumb. Because I always hear this. You hear Republicans taking things from the ah, uh, how can I say this? The um, from the Democratic perspective view. Well, the Democrats said if we do this and we mess up, oh, my goodness, we're going to lose the election. Well, you know, that's like asking Benedict Arnold to go ahead and tell us how to win the Revolutionary War. He was a traitor. But anyway, Stacey Abrams never conceded that election. She said it was stolen from her. But now she's going to run again. In her statement, she's saying Georgia should be for all people, not uh, the the governor of Georgia should be for all people, not just rich people and and, and whoever's in power have. Really? Well, Stacey, if you would have been in power, you would have sided with the left. You would have sided. You wouldn't have helped the conservative movement. You wouldn't have done it. So they're talking out of her mouth. But anyway, I wonder if she's going to call stolen election again if she loses. Now, uh, Brian camp got to go through, uh, a pri- a gubernatorial primary. So will will if she even run against Brian camp, um, I think, I don't think Georgia is ready for a governor, of uh, blue, but I didn't think Georgia, excuse me, as I eat my ice. Um, I don't think the state, I didn't think the state of Georgia was ready to vote blue in the Senate races. Now. Since then, um, they have changed their voting laws and stuff of that nature. So let, let's see if it's a little bit more fair. But um, yeah, Stacey Abrams is running again. Let's see if she's a two-time failed gubernatorial candidate. We just got to have to see. All right. So let's talk about the story I've, I've been teasing at almost all episode. So I, uh, let me find the report. Yes, on Tuesday, the date was... The 30th of November, 21, CNN suspends Chris Cuomo indefinitely pending evaluation of his involvement in his brother's scandal. OK, let's go ahead and bring some uh, because uh, that that was that was Tuesday. That was Tuesday. So uh, Chris Cuomo is the brother of Andrew Cuomo, the disgraced governor of New York. Who um, says he was not. Sexually assaulting women, when uh, according to some investigations, he was. Uh, so, so Andrew Cuomo was having a lot of backlash uh, and he was getting a lot of uh, heat from this, not the Republican Party, but from the Democrat side as well. And a lot of people called for him to resign and everything. And I remember uh, Andrew Cuomo going up on CNN saying why he did not cover his brother's uh, news cycle that was going on because I was his brother he didn't want to be uh, he didn't want to be involved and he was not gonna talk about that and I remember one segment I was watching right after the Andrew Como primetime show uh Don Lemon comes up talking about the disgraced governor of New York Andrew uh, Chris uh, not Chris go Co- Andrew Como I'm talking about Chris Como right after Chris Como's show and uh, the disgraced governor Andrew Como So um, Chris Cuomo says, well, I'm not going to report on it, whatever. And come to find out he was involved. He was, he was, uh, advising his brother's, uh, campaign or his, his staff to go ahead and try to figure out what was going on. And he come on and said, this was my brother. I had to do it. I had to make it all kind of, now CNN should have fired him dead. There was two times. It was the one time when he says, I'm not getting involved. Then the other time he said, well, I was involved. I started looking at some things and this and this. Well, when this, when, when they, they uh, suspended him indefinitely, they went ahead. They, they had an internal investigation in CNN and Chris Cuomo was trying to find information on the accusers of Andrew Cuomo. Chris Cuomo was looking into sources and he was doing and he invited everything he said he was going. He was doing he wasn't doing. He was doing as a typical leftist. Well, come to find out on Saturday. The 4th of December of 2021. Chris Cuomo. Was fired. From CNN. Listen to what I'm saying folks. Now he's uh, he's fired. He is he's no longer there at CNN. He did make a he did uh put out a tweet. Let me go see if I can find that tweet on my notes. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh I I possibly don't have it. Anyway, he was saying how uh, you know how he he was happy that they gave him the primetime spot and everything. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, there's a couple of things I want to talk about in my short time with y'all. One, why didn't CNN fire this man before Saturday? Why, why wasn't he fired the 4th? Why, why, why wasn't he fired way before the 4th of December of 2021? Because you see, folks, this is how mainstream media does. If you're supporting the cause... And we, we are not forced to fire you. We won't. See, folks, look, I don't care what anybody says about Andrew Cuomo. The media loved Andrew Cuomo during the first COVID-19 breakout. Him and uh, the governor, uh, Gavin Newsom of California, they praised him. Oh, this is the, this is the best thing that ever happened to America. Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo might be president someday. They handled the COVID-19 response very well. But Andrew Cuomo killed people in nursing homes, basically by sending COVID, COVID infested people into nursing homes. And look, even Andrew Cuomo won an Emmy for being for doing news conferences did look and look amy is an actors um uh is an actor's award so he, he must have been that he was acting to do all that and and, and, and he was praised while they were cutting down ronda sanders ronda sanders doesn't have nothing in the closet that we are aware of but andrew como had you know sexually assaulted ladies And, and, and look, but CNN, they were trying, they weren't covering that very until it really got heated. CNN did not want to go ahead and report on this. A lot of news media did. Now, look, it's a conflict of interest. And I understand why Chris, Chris Cuomo said he couldn't talk about his brother and whatnot, but he still went behind and tried to help his brother get out of the scandal. And, and and when it was first reported it happened, CNN should have suspended him or let him go then, but they didn't. Because I don't know why, folks. Uh, Chris Cuomo, uh, you know, apparently is a big name. He went ahead and he, you know, he had the prime time in CNN and and all that, but they still, it, it just amazes me that that Chris Como Got this much publicity. Got, got this much. And look, people were wondering when this was going to happen, folks. It, it, it just, but it shows CNN's lack of integrity. This man should have been fired a long time ago. Chris Cuomo is, is one of the biggest liars to begin with as well. A few months ago, I think, yeah, a few months ago now, I had Greg Locke. On the podcast, and we talked about Chris Como because Chris Como's show wanted to go ahead and interview this pastor, Pastor Greg Locke. And Chris Como's intentions were to go ahead and humiliate Greg Locke. But Greg Locke said, I'm not going to hold punches back. I'm going to do what I I always do. I'm going to, and Chris Como got scared and and, and went ahead canceled, in my opinion, got scared and just canceled the interview. He didn't want to talk about him, but he talked bad about a lot of conservatives and a lot of it, it just a lot of things that Chris Cuomo said was lies. But he fit the agenda of CNN. CNN had their own agenda; they they wanted to make sure that everything was done right, and you know, well, in their eyes, right. But Chris Cuomo is, is out from CNN. Now, what does that mean for the conservative? Really, don't mean nothing, huh? Isaac, what you mean you don't mean nothing? It don't. Do you honestly think that CNN's going to, the, the the board of directors or the people that, that are in control of doing these shows are going to say, huh, you know, Chris Como's fired and, you know, we, we're we really leaning towards the left. But let's go ahead and put a conservative view on there. Let's go ahead, let, you know, let's call Sean Hannity and let's ask Sean Hannity if you leave Fox and come to CNN. Let's call Megan Kelly. Megan mm-hmm. Kelly don't have a job at the moment right now with, uh, with this, uh, with, with she's doing a podcast, but she do she's not an anchor nowhere. Let's call Megan Kelly and let's put Megan CNN ain't going to do that. They probably gonna put Don Lemon or some other whack nut on there. We just got to see what goes on. We just got, we just got to see, but I, this, this isn't really, it just shows, it just shows the corruption in the Como family as well. The The man was trying to help his brother get out of crimes. Now, Como is a big name in New York. I understand that. But I believe that family is built on corruption. And, and, look, and look, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Chris Cuomo being at CNN, CNN helped Andrew Cuomo. It had to be. You know how many scoops probably Andrew Cuomo, uh, well, some things that were going on, and he called Chris, hey, Chris, what's going on? We don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. But we're going to have to wait and see, so. I, I just, I, I, you know, and look, I understand. Seeing like they say, what well, family first and job second. But at the same time, you, you're, you're part of the media. And look, I'm not as big as Chris Cuomo. I understand that. But if I would go ahead and say I'm giving y'all the news, I need to be honest with y'all. I can't hide no, like John Kennedy earlier. I did not agree with John Kennedy's vote, and I told y'all. But if you're part of the media, you're supposed to not lie like that. That—that's just my humble opinion. And you're supposed to not help corruption. You're supposed to expose corruption. But unfortunately, our media don't do that today. I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. Again, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Hit the bell, or give me a rumble on uh, on Rumble's platform. Until next week, be blessed, be safe, and be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back, and He's coming back real soon. Are you ready? If not, reach out to me at Conservative 5 at gmail.com. And we'll tell you how to be ready and how to make heaven your eternal home. So until next week, be blessed, be encouraged, and always remember, Jesus is king. Y'all have a good week, guys.